am Dr. Zen Johnson. Welcome to Unlearning Life as We Know It. I believe that we all deserve to be happy and that we have the ability to unlearn the old ways, learn new ways, and grow to become the greatest version of ourselves. Start your journey to a happier life right now. All righty. I am so excited about today's session. Thank you so much for joining me once again. I have a very special guest here by the name of Dr. Jacqueline Sherman, and we are going to be talking about sex. I'm so excited. Um, this is not for the kids, okay? But this is for all of the adults, no matter if you're male or female, stay right here. Remove the children or put in your AirPods, whatever you need to do. But we're going to be talking about the topic on sex, okay? We're going to dig into the fact that we have these recordings, these scripts that we've told ourselves or someone else has told us about sex. And we're going to figure out, like, where did these come from? What do we want to keep? What do we want to hold on to? What do we want to let go of? And what do we possibly want to add on? So first, let me introduce Dr. Jacqueline Sherman, she is a licensed clinical psychologist and also an intimacy relationship coach. So Dr. Jacqueline, let us know a little bit about yourself. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm really, really excited about this conversation today. Um, so I'm a licensed clinical psychologist. I am also a intimacy and relationship coach. I'm a sexologist and I'm also creator of Sexformation cards, um, which I look forward to chatting with you about. Um, but I help women and couples um, to have better sex, better intimacy, and to feel more connected in that experience. And I'm an expert at helping women to build their sexual confidence. I love it. I love it. All right. So, like I said, it's all about the script, all about the recording that we've told ourselves about sex. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. So, Let's dig right in. Like, what are scripts? What are recordings exactly whenever it comes to sex? Yeah. So what the literature suggests is, and there's this sexual script theory. So this is not Dr. Jack's term. This is, you know, research-based. But what it really suggests is that there are downloads, messages that we have received as individuals over the course of our life that shapes how we show up as our sexual selves. And so these messages may have been downloaded from media, right, from society in general, right, when it comes to just gender norms, from our families, from our friends. And so we then, as our adult selves, have all of these ideas of how we should show up sexually. Sometimes some of these messages are not even true for us, do not even fit for how it is that we want to show up in the world, and they can really inhibit us and get in the way sometimes of us being able to connect fully with our partners, to have vulnerability um, and to really have the sexual liberation that it is that we want. So sometimes these scripts are positive, um, but sometimes they're negative. And so in the work that I do, I really help individuals to identify and become aware of the scripts that may be holding them back. Okay, so what are some examples of some of the positive scripts that people have, common ones? Yes. Yeah. So for example, a positive script may be, you know, like sex is good for me. Sex is good for my health. Sex is something that, you know, I should be doing with my partner. Right. So this would be a script that if individuals ascribe to 
would be really, really helpful in terms of helping build their confidence or helping them to lean towards wanting to have sexual desire and leaning towards knowing that sex is something that connects them to their partner. Okay. And what's a common negative script that people have? Yeah. So a lot of times with negative scripts, I like to talk about like gender, because a lot of times what you will find is that they're very different for men and women. Um, So for example, a lot of the women that I have worked with, even myself have downloaded the script that women do not initiate sex. Women should not initiate sex, right? So this means something bad about you if you are a woman who is wanting sex. And so this can then get in the way of women asking for what it is that they want, asserting themselves in the bedroom, um, and really taking control, you know, of their sexual life in terms of initiating sex. For men, one of the scripts that a lot of times they download is men should always want sex, right? And so we have in our society like this hypersexuality that we project onto men. And a lot of times the men that will come to me, maybe they don't have necessarily a high sexual desire, but they feel a lot of shame and guilt around that because they have identified that men should have a certain type of sexual appetite. And if they don't necessarily fall in that category, or they may be having some physiological challenges that are getting in the way of them engaging in sex on a regular basis, they can feel a lot of shame around this. So how do you know what is right or what is wrong? I'm, I'm guessing that it depends on the individual, the person, and, and the example that you just gave where it's, you know, women are... Uh, have been the script is you should not initiate, right? And if you are that woman that does, well, then there's titles that come along with the women that do, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, how do you kind of unlive that, you know, but then also if you're going to be titled as, you know, as a hoe or, you know, a slut, we'll just say what it is. Like, how do you know what's right or what's wrong? Yeah, So I think the first step really is just building the awareness, right? Learning like what are some of my sexual scripts? And there's a lot of resources out there that can help you to get in touch with some of the messaging that you may be telling yourself that is related to who you are as a sexual individual. Um, So self-reflection, for example, is, is, is a really, really important part of understanding your sexual self. So after you build the awareness, you get to decide. You get to decide what scripts you want to hold on to and what scripts you want to let go of. This is really your sexual agency that you really get to, you know, master and take on. And I think that the unfortunate truth is a lot of us are holding on to scripts that somebody else gave us. So Mm, these are not ours. Right. And so but when we really do get clear around, okay, what is serving me well? What is not? And really give ourselves permission to decide what do we want to rewrite? That can be a really, really powerful process, right? A lot of the times, for example, you know, the script that I shared about women, I will have a lot of wives that will come to me and they will say, oh my gosh, you know, my husband, you know, wants me to initiate sex more. It's not something that I'm comfortable with. And this is something that, you know, personally for me, I had to work through. There was actually a part of a, a time in my marriage where my husband stopped initiating sex. And I was like, hold on, what is going on? Talk like this does not feel normal. And when it came down to it, when we had some really honest conversations with ourselves, he was tired of being the only one initiating. Mm. 
And I then had to really reflect on, okay, what is getting in my way? It wasn't a desire issue or an attraction issue. It was more so I did not feel confident and comfortable initiating sex because I thought that it meant something bad about me. Mm. And so I had to get really honest about myself. He wasn't telling me, you know, if you initiate, you're a whore. Um, but right. this was something that I, I downloaded from years back. So many years of my parents, you know, elders in my life, the church telling me like, good girls don't have sex. Good girls right. don't want sex. And it's hard to turn that switch off when you become married or in a relationship with their safety or where, when you just want to feel sexually liberated, it's hard to turn that off. Um, and so I think that you get to decide, you have to slow down enough to really recognize what your thoughts are in terms of those scripts, um, and decide for yourself what you want to hold on to and what's not worth keeping. Yeah, I think, um, something that you said there, it just made me think about like one of the key ways to identify if there's scripts that you need to let go of is, is sex fun for you? Are you enjoying it? And if the answer is no, that's an automatic like reset. Like let's reset. Let's figure this out. Let's understand what's going on. What do I want to be going on? And what do I need to let go of? Right. But I think that sex should be enjoyable for both partners, or if you have more partners, whatever rocks, whatever you do, but anyone who is involved is enjoying it. Right. I think it, I don't think it should just be one-sided, but I think that is also something that is a, a script where that it's been, it's been okay for just one partner to enjoy it more than the other part. You better. And preach. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's absolutely, true. Absolutely. There are so many um, women that come to me who are in relationships or have sex with men that will say like, I just feel like I'm just checking something off of my to-do list. I'm not sexually satisfied, but my job is just to receive, you know, I'm not here for pleasure. I'm here to actually perform and to make my partner feel good. And again, you, you circle that back back around to a script that, you know, sex is not for women's pleasure. Sex is for male pleasure. And so again, I I love that you say, you know, are you having fun? And I would add to that, is it satisfying to you? Is it Mm. pleasurable to you? Um, Those things are really important because of course, you know, there is an art to sex and an art to, you know, certain positions that are going to increase pleasurability um, within the, the sexual interaction. But there's also mindset blocks that can really get in the way and impact our ability to even be comfortable enough um, to say, hey, this position hurts. I'm going to need for you to go a little bit to the right, slow down some and add some loop. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Like seriously. And so many women are scared to say that. Yeah. Every five, 10, 15 years, if they're thinking. I'm not supposed to get pleasure out of this experience. So we've got a Mm. lot of work to do. And it's unfortunate. My my thing is I give grace, especially to women specifically, because I think we have more scripts to work through um, regarding gender. I give grace to women, but, you know, it is our time is now in terms of really starting to recognize the pleasure that exists for us in in terms of possibility and to kind of slow down and, and really start to gain awareness around how our thoughts are impacting, you know, our sex life. 
Yeah. Oh, I'm loving this. This is so true. I, I think whenever I'm thinking about myself personally and mom and dad, you can close your ears if you don't want to hear all of this. But I really think that I, I started understanding myself sexually, like in between um, my marriages, that time that I had mm-hmm. like to myself that year where I really got to really learn about myself in a lot of different ways. And sex was just one of those ways where it was like, I was just by myself and I started to understand as I would date or, you know, I I started to understand like who I was and who I wanted to be and what kind of partners I wanted to actually be with and those types of things and what I like and what I don't like. Um, But, you know, fortunately I have always been a person that's open to learning and, um, open to like, which this is how I think about life period. It's like, I question everything, right? I question like all of the belief systems. I question like, why are you telling me I should believe that? Why can't we do that? Why not? You know? So, um, you know, I think if you always kind of keep that mindset and then putting yourself first, and I think that's what it was within that time frame that that gap that I had, I was putting myself first compared to putting someone else first. Right. So then as I moved forward, I continued to put myself first. And so then I always knew what I wanted. And if that ever changed, I knew how to adapt to that and, you know, learn how to communicate with that. And it's important to be with a partner that's open to listening to what you need. Right. And if you have not had that kind of partner in the past or if you're with someone and you feel that they're not open, like, that's a session in itself right there on just the communication, because if it's something like you're sharing sex is to me, sex is more than just sex. Like it's a, it's a transfer of energy. And I feel like my energy is so special, right? I do all of this work to keep it at this like high level, you know, I'd be damned if I'm going to connect with somebody that's way down low. I can't do that. Right. And then they suck all my good energy and then they go about, I I can't do that. So it's very important to like have that communication, that open communication as well with your partner or, you know, that your partners that you're with to understand like what's going on. What do you need? What don't you need? What do you like? What don't you like? You know, those kinds of things and understanding it for yourself first. Right. Absolutely. I I love that you bring this up because this is another This is another, I feel like, script where people will feel that um, they have to have a partner in order to explore their sexuality. Um, And that is not true, right? Our sexuality is ours. We can create desire within our body. Um, And so I love that, that, you know, during that period where you were able to self-reflect in a way that felt different because, you know, there weren't distractions. And I say distractions in a, in, in a loving way, because, you know, even though we may be in relationship with someone in a way, they do distract us, you know, from ourselves. And so oftentimes I tell people, you know, when you are not in a relationship, that is actually one of the best times for you to really start exploring and self-reflecting because you will learn so much and being curious about yourself during those moments is then only going to lead to once the relationship happens, because it will for majority of people, right? It will when it's supposed to, 
you will be so much more well-equipped to have those conversations that are going to transform your sex life and your understanding of yourself. And when you know how to create desire within your own body, you can then communicate that to someone else so much more successfully. Yeah, this goes along with self-care and self-empowerment and loving yourself first. It's a part of all of that. And so, you know, you mentioned one of the main scripts in your life that you had to change with your husband. And one of the main scripts, just to share mine, whenever I think about this, one of the main scripts that I changed, um, I think that as women, we've always been taught the same answer. Whenever you're having sex with someone and that man in this example, the man mm-hmm. says, oh, it's mine. It's mine. Who's is this? You know, that whole thing. And the woman already responds, says, it's yours. It's yours. And so that was a script that I stopped. <laughs> and I remember the first time that I stopped it and that same scene came up mm-hmm. and I was just like, oh, it's mine, but I'm, I'm just sharing it with you right now. Hello. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Okay, this is mine, but I've shared it with you. It is not yours. Because if it was yours, you would be taking on the pain of getting this thing waxed and, and <laughs> all, of, all the maintenance work. <laughs> right, take these cramps. Take you these cramps. What? <laughs> take these cramps, take these wax strips that I'm up here having to do. Take all of this if it's yours, sir, Okay. <laughs> Yes. So for real, it is not theirs. It is yours. And you just happen Mm -hmm. to be choosing and making the decision to share at this moment. But at the end of the day, it's yours. It doesn't belong to this other person, you know? But that was a script that it really empowered me because I didn't feel like I was like giving myself to someone else the entire time. Like it was like, it, it empowered me because it was like, no, I am making this decision. I want to do this. This is enjoyable for me. And therefore, I'm sharing that with you. You know Ooh. what I'm saying? That was oh, very important. I love for me. that. I'm going to bring that even deeper because I think that at the core of what you just shared, it is the script that I have to give myself away. I have to give my sexual self away to satisfy my partner. Right. Mm. That is the script. And so many women can ascribe to that right there. Right. Again, it's not about your pleasure. It's not about someone giving something to you. It's about you giving yourself to someone else. And this is even. I mean, I don't know if you've heard this messaging growing up, but it's like you don't want to give yourself to all these little boys. Right. Right. So that messaging again, it's like, okay, I have a I have a gift and I'm and I'm giving it away. And that means something negative about me. Like, I think that it's very multi-layered, but I love that you shared that because I think that that script there in so many different ways and with so many different examples, um, I think a lot of women particularly will identify with what you share. Oh yeah. Because that's, that's just, it's a script. It's something that we've been taught. So Mm -hmm. most definitely. Okay. So how do we start to unlearn what's been passed down. So if you're brand new to doing this, you're brand new to starting this work, where do you start to identify the scripts that you're like, yeah, this isn't working. Where do you start? Yeah. So one of the things that is really, really important to me is helping people to build tools. This is exactly why I created sex formation cards. I know we're going to talk about that in a moment, but what I will say is they're based on a three-step model or a three-step practice. And this is the practice that I use in coaching. This is what I use in the card deck, but also individuals can do this on their own. So step one is self-reflection, right? 
take out a sheet of paper, take out a blank sheet of paper and start to really just spend some time in silence thinking about what are the thoughts that I feel like are getting in my way, right? You can, that, that in and of itself can bring so much awareness and so much insight into your life, right? So conversations like this are so helpful because it helps people to kind of spark, you know, their curiosity in terms of what, what for me is coming up, right? Even me sharing, you know, my initiation script helped for you, you know, what script was coming up for you. And so I think just really spending some time in silence, putting it on paper um, and really like connecting to that process and in terms of self sexual self-care, that can be really, really helpful. So that's going to be step one is self-reflection. Step two is communication. We do not talk about sex enough. Um, And I often- We do not, not at all. We don't, we don't. And the thing is, I'm not, again, I'm not shaming anyone. We have not been given the tools to do so. You yeah. know, we've been told to go have sex, but not how to talk about it or not that we need to work at it. Um, so it becomes really challenging for individuals. And so the more that we talk about sex, the more comfortability we gain with that process. I oftentimes say that um, conversation is liberation. It truly, truly is because, you know, mm-hmm. I know for me, walking away from this conversation, I've now learned something about you. I can take Mm -hmm. that and reflect in my own life. And it can be really, really helpful to have these conversations. And we can have these conversations with our partners, right? So for example, an easy way that you can start to have a conversation is send your partner this podcast. Say, hey, I listened to about sexual (laughs) scripts. I had never heard about this before. Let's set a time to like talk about what you think about this. So now you're having a discussion about, a piece of content that someone else has created, but it is creating right. discussion points in your own life. So that's oftentimes where I tell people to start. Also, if you don't have a partner, you can still have the conversations and they can still be liberating. So for example, you have a girlfriend chat. Y'all may be talking about, listen, stuff that don't matter, right? Who La- La- Lori Harvey is dating now, all <laughs> kind of stuff. Like send them this podcast or yeah. any other piece of content that you consume that really, you know, spark some insight for you and say, Hey, like, I would love to, you know, for us to get together on a zoom call and discuss this or, Hey, like, you know, let's meet up for happy hour and discuss like what comes up for you. Like, have you ever experienced sexual scripts? So you can start these conversations in ways and with people who you trust, um, who you Mm -hmm. feel that you can be vulnerable with and starting to have those conversations. is going to bring awareness and insight. And then lastly, what I would say is start exploring your body. You know, and again, you don't need a partner to explore your body. You don't need a partner to feel pleasure. And so figuring out for yourself, you know, where on your body are there pleasurable zones, right? We talk, I talk a lot about erogenous zones and the work that I do and helping people get connected with non-sexual parts of their body that bring pleasure. Self-pleasure, AKA masturbation is also another really great way to just start to learn your body. And again, learning our body in and of itself, being connected to our body in that way, that there can be a lot of scripts there. A lot of women particularly have the script that, you know, women should not masturbate, especially if they're in relationships, right? This means that my partner isn't doing their job. And we've got to unlearn that, you know, so much research has shown that, um, that masturbation and intentional sexual self-pleasure actually increases overall sexual satisfaction with a partner and helps individuals to feel more confident because they start to learn their body. 
Um, so those are the three points. I would say self-reflection, communication, as well as exploration are ways that you can get started on doing some of this work and, and unlearning some of the things that have been holding you back. Yeah, I'm loving this. And I, I love the point that you made on like communication with and just start talking about it a lot more. Mm-hmm. And in my in my head, I'm over here thinking like, how beautiful would this be to even just have like a conversation like this within my family, like the generations that we have just of the, you know, my niece, my sister, my mother, how cool would it be for us to actually sit down and have a conversation just about sex? It may not even just be about scripts, but just understanding like what it is and what's going on and what shouldn't be going on. I'm a true believer in the fact that, um, you know, if you don't know the answer, there's someone else that does. And I think there's, we have so many question marks about sex, right? There's so many areas to explore within sex. And um, I think it helps to just have like these healthy conversations and it's not to judge anyone, right? That's how you, you set the stage and say, this is the judgment free zone, but let's just talk about some things. Like I have so many friends that have never had orgasms, right? But mm-hmm. constantly having sex, right? And it's yeah. like, we got to get in tune with that. Like, what's going on there? What do we need to let go of? What do we need to bring in? Like, let's talk about the healing of all of this. Because once again, it should be enjoyable for everyone, right? But I think it's very important to have some of those generational conversations because you begin to like learn like, oh, maybe that's where I got that that script from, I'd never even, you know, maybe, maybe that parent never actually said it, but it was how they kind of guided you in life that you then created a script based on just how they guided you. Right. Because especially within our generation, a lot of times, at least with me, my parents didn't uh, talk about sex, right? Like I didn't, you know, get like the birds and the bees or, you know, that whole, I don't, I don't remember that conversation. Right. Which is probably why I'm so open in regards to like learning and like, oh, what's this and what's that? Because I really didn't have like this box per se, right, of what someone told me it is, right? Mm. But I think it's just very important to like have that conversation no matter what age. Um, It's just important to start talking because if we can actually catch scripts, right, whenever I talk about even my niece, right, if we can start catching those scripts before they're even you know, constantly recorded in their brain? Like, how could we kind of bring that on back ahead of time? That would be huge. Yes. You know, I, I I love everything that you just said. And I feel like those conversations create so much healing. I actually had um, the pleasure of, you know, one of my friends, she purchased sex formation cards and she brought me in to have a conversation with her and her mom and some of her mom's friends. And it was just such an amazing conversation because you have these two very different generations. Um, But one of the things that we found is that there were so many commonalities around mindset blocks, right? Even though there's like 35 years between us um, as we have these discussions, some, it comes back down to some of the same things and some of the same messaging that we are still receiving. Um, and so it can be so, so helpful to have those conversations. And I love the conversation part of Sex Formation Cards deck because they allow for no matter what the relationship is between you and the trusted you know, party that you're engaging the conversation with, they're going to help guide that conversation. 
Uh, so yes, I, I love that. Those conversations are really, really important. Yeah. Okay. So we have been talking a lot about the sex formation cards. So let's get into it. Like show us what this is all about. I have actually been privy, privy to them already. And I absolutely love them. They are beautiful. They are special to have, you know, how like there's certain brands that you, you buy and you're, you feel special when you get it. That's how I feel about anything, anything Apple related. I feel like, yes, like they just made me, (laughs) it's like they made it just for me. And that's how I feel about these cards, like your packaging, you know, everything about them. It just feels very personal. And um, yeah, let's talk about it. I'm so I'm, I'm happy about those. Oh, thank you so much. And yes, like before I even launched the product, I'm randomly connected with you. And we yes. just, we talked for hours. <laughs> yes. And you looked at sex formation cards, literally every single one you like looked at and gave feedback. And this is what the packaging looks like. Um, so they have an, you know, a beautiful keepsake box. They also come with a velvet um, carrying bag. And this is what they look like inside. So discover sex or standing kind of helps you to set the intention. Um, and yeah, broken down into three different categories and you have 60 cards, including instruction cards. Um, and one of the things that was really, really important to me was to create something that was manageable for people in terms of creating a sexual self-care practice. So again, when we think about self-care in general, like we're starting to get the hang of like, okay, self-care can mean like journaling and saying no and setting boundaries um, and having important conversations and going to the spa, um, locking myself into a room, you know, for a day just to be able to, you know, isolate and reconnect with self. So we we're starting to like practice self-care more, but I think with sexual self-care, care, a lot of us don't have a clue where to begin. And so what I really wanted to do with sex formation cards is create a practical way for individuals to really start doing some of this work. And I do that in in my three step practice, um, which includes self-reflection. So those are 25 journaling prompts to help you really get connected to what your sexual scripts are to start to see them on paper and to rewrite them in a way that is going to lead to more sexual freedom and more sexual confidence and better intimacy. I also have 25 conversation cards. So these cards are going to be ways that you can communicate about sex with your partner, with your group of friends, um, with you can even, I've had people take them to therapy and use them in therapy. Um, and so that you can use these in a lot of different ways, but they're going to spark the conversation around sex. And then there's 10 exploration cards. These help you to get connected to your body. So there's even a mindful masturbation practice and edging practice to help you prolong your orgasmic experience. And so it really moves from mind to body in terms of helping you create a sexual self-care practice. And I've been getting so many, you know, just wonderful, wonderful um, testimonials about how individuals have used them and how much they love them. So I'm really glad that I was able to share them with you before they even launched. And I really appreciated your just really honest feedback on them. Oh, yeah. I'm so happy to, I'm, I'm happy that they launched. I'm happy that I had the chance to experience it all and yes. that we just happened to meet like 
you know, everything yes. just happens for a reason. And um, it was it was a good time. So, OK, where can people find these cards? Yes. So you can go to drjack.co slash shop. So that is D-R-J-A-C dot C-O slash S-H-O-P um, to purchase sex formation cards. And I definitely, you know, want to give your, your community, you know, a discount. Um, so if you are listening to this podcast and you feel like sex formation cards would be an excellent fit for you, you can use the code UNLEARNING all caps. Um, when you check out, you will get 15% off of the sex formation cards deck until January 15th. So it's an excellent way to really Yay. start the new year with building some awareness and creating a sexual self-care practice that works. I love this. All right, y'all. Like we have, and this was only the surface, right? I mean, whenever you get on the topic of sex, it goes deep in so many layers, so much healing that needs to take place, so much, you know, finding of joy and these, all. It's, it's a lot of different aspects to sex. But we've definitely hit like a nice surface area of just thinking about the scripts. And I think that's the homework. It's like, so what have I been told? What do I believe? Am I enjoying it? You know, and that's the other thing. Dr. Jack also provides one-on-one sessions as well, coaching sessions where she can help you dive deeper into understanding, rather it's just with you, with you and your partner, to help you all get on the same page, to help you get on a page, period, (laughs) to help you start writing a new story. But it's important because we are sexual beings like we have needs we have wants we have desires and no matter what age it's important to tap into that you know and as we talk about self-care and self-empowerment this is huge if you feel like you're just giving yourself away that's not normal that's not okay and I think we need to I'm really really speaking to the women here like get in touch with ourselves there that is it's not normal to feel that way. Well, it is normal because a lot of people do feel that way, but we need to create a new norm. How about that? Mm. So I ask that you all like check in with yourself and remember that you too should be finding pleasure in sex. And um, if you're not, then we're here to help. This is the community. Let's bring it all together. Let's start learning new ways and writing new stories in regards to how we feel as women with that parts of our bodies. So anything else to add? That's kind of my closing statement. Anything else to add, Dr. Jack? I I love that closing statement. Um, Beautifully said, because we do, we need to, um, we need to rewrite what's, what is normal because like you mentioned, so many women feel that way. And I truly feel like a pleasured woman is an empowered woman. And so we have to take the next best step to empower ourselves in all facets of our life and in our wellness, including our sexual wellness. Yeah. If people want to get in touch with you, follow you, where can they find you? Yeah. So if you are wanting to get in contact with me, you can contact me on my website, which is drjack.co. That's D-R-J-A-C.co. I am also very active on Instagram. So I'm always posting different tips and things that you can do not only for yourself, but also within your relationship, different prompts and things that you may use. So please follow me on Instagram or on TikTok, um, at Dr. Jack PhD. So that's D-R-J-A-C-P-H-D. 
If you have a question that you need answered, you can always reach me via email. My email address is hello at drjack.co. That's hello at drjac.co. And I want all of you to go to my website, drjack.co, download my free guide of five ways to have better sex now. They're really, really tangible ways that you can start to have better sex almost immediately in your relationship. So I would love for you all to get that guide and I would love for you to be a part of my email list. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time. Um, Listeners, I hope you all really did enjoy this. Um, And hey, let's just continue to heal and learn and grow. This was a huge learning session right here. So tune in for next week's session. We will continue to do all of the above. Remember your homework and uh, take care of yourselves. Thank you. I am Dr. Zen Johnson, and you've been listening to Unlearning Life as We Know It podcast. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Dr. Zen Johnson. If you haven't yet, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another awakening conversation. Thank you for listening.